Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Thanksgiving 2023. How's it going so far? We got news and stuff right after this. Well, I can breathe today. I can think today. Wasn't so yesterday. I'm always amazed how you get the feeling good, and I tell people, boy, at my age, I'm just a great shape, feel good. Could lose about 30 pounds, but other than that, it's gone good. Did several recordings for Southwest Radio Church on uh, Tuesday night, and uh, my goodness, in the middle of the night, it was awful. By the time I got up 13 hours later, I thought I was going to die. Have you been through this recently? It was terrible. We had to put some things together for you yesterday. Special edition stuff, again, to fill that half hour. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. I listened to it myself. Anyway, pray for us, my friend. We're on the mend, but i um, not sure I'm going to be able to make this Thanksgiving meal today. Just kind of aching from head to toe and a lot of stuff going around. I pray that you're feeling good and you're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving Day. Give thanks always. What in the world is going on? Well, that was quite a sight. A vehicle exploding at the Canadian-U.S. border on the Rainbow Bridge. This Mercedes was hurtling into America from Canada, flew through the air at a high rate of speed, struck a building, and burst into flames. The FBI Terrorism Task Force is investigating, and they say that, uh, as far as they know, there's nothing terrorist involved, just some crazy driving at over 100 miles an hour. The value of life. Did Vladimir Putin blink, the president of Russia? He said Moscow is ready to end the war in Ukraine, branding it a real tragedy. Well, no kidding. The Kremlin chief who sent his troops into Ukraine last February blamed Zelensky for the continued violence. Both sides have lost thousands of soldiers on top of many civilians in Ukraine. Putin has reportedly posed to use his speech at an upcoming G20 meeting to urge world leaders to work out a strategy to end this awful war. That's something else. Hamas, the terrorist organization that sent drugged-up extremists, and they were, into Israel on October the 7th to butcher over 1,400 citizens, puts a bullseye on Christians and U.S. groups in its organizational charter. A report from Fox News says if you're a Christian, a member of another religion, or even participate in your local Rotary Club or Lions Club, Hamas considers you... The enemy. Middle East expert Walid Fires explained Hamas is using Gaza as an umbrella to be legitimate. The reality is this is a jihadist movement, and it's manifesting itself in America and in Canada and in Western Europe. We have never been at this level of danger for our democratic world before. The report pointed out, you may be surprised, but Hamas does not call for the Jews only to be eliminated and Israel because its charter, which seeks the eradication of Israel, also seeks to expand Islam to become the controlling religion across the globe, targeting every non-believer, which includes Main Street America. You.
Well, you poor folks in New Jersey, they're going to prohibit the sale of new gas-powered vehicles there by 2035 in order to fight climate change, according to the state. Democratic New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and Sean Latore, the commissioner of the state's Department of Environmental Protection, announced this week that Murphy would file the Advanced Clean Cars Rule 2 for adoption on December the 18th with the policy coming into effect January 1st of 2024. Banning new gas-powered vehicles. These people have just lost their ever-loving minds, haven't they? Wasn't that long ago, apparently telling two-thirds of the local population that they are not welcome in your business is just not the best business decision. Idiots. National File says there's news of rest that Kami Tluck, the restaurant Kami Tluck, is about to close. The report noted that the Lexington, Virginia facility actually was named the Red Hen, and it became infamous in a moment for a decision back in the day to eject from the premises then-Trump Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her entire family. Idiots. The report explained the owners have confirmed the business is indeed going to close down, and later a new restaurant with a new name will replace that one. Yeah, it's just, uh, here, let me shoot myself in the foot, morons. Well, when fake President Joe Biden announced a transgender remembrance day, you know, there really is such a thing, the latest of his promotions of the unscientific ideology that contends that somehow men can become women and vice versa, it's all demons, the White House lauded a 26 gender-identifying Americans who have died purportedly because of their gender identity. But a report from the Federalist documents, but there's more to it. Allegedly, at least three of these people were shot and killed while committing a crime or tangling somehow with law enforcement. In one case here of a transgender manifesto found after a person was killed, says that uh, I am an open antagonism to white and Christian portions of society. This person was white, but the FBI and the Department of Justice refuses to label this as a hate crime for its anti-white and anti-Christian elements. What's good for the goose somehow oftentimes is not good for the gander. Yeah, there's a double standard. You know it. It's the new America. Well, our ceasefire between Israel and Hamas has been delayed at least until uh, tomorrow as negotiations for the release of the hostages held by the terror groups are ongoing, Israel National Security Advisors did not explain the reason for the delay, and it remains unclear when the ceasefire will really begin. The Israeli government has said that Hamas has agreed to release at least 50 hostages of the 240 taken captive on October the 7th, and uh, Israel's going to release its 3-to-1 150 bad guys and women that ought to work out. The hostages are scheduled to be released over a four-day period, according to Israel. And what in the world is going on here? A Catholic college. This is right up the road. St. Mary's, that's in Notre Dame, South Bend, Indiana, going to begin allowing men. Are you serious? who identify as women, to enroll at the college in the fall of next year. 
President Katie Conboy told faculty in an email sent out Tuesday afternoon that St. Mary's will consider undergraduate applicants whose sex assigned at birth is female or who consistently live and identify as women. Insane. It's just insane. The college is still determining the practices that will they will follow from this policy. I'm going to tell you where it's going to Oh, never mind. Well, people are getting elected to office outside of the United States by running things just like Donald Trump. Javier Mali, Argentina's newly elected president, is making headlines everywhere in the world. He's anti-establishment. He's anti-woke. He's absolutely fearless when it comes to speaking his mind. Dave Rubin explains how this man is a breath of fresh air considering Argentina has seen massive government growth, complete devaluation of their money, creeping socialism been going on for a long time, the craziness, here you go, of the gender stuff and all that woke stuff. Fortunately, this guy has come in to absolutely obliterate it all. And he had a recent interview with a guy named Tucker Carlson. You remember him. He asked this Argentine if he had advice for Donald Trump who many hope will get back in the White House and do the same thing in America. Donald Trump is running for president, as you know, sir. What advice would you give? Well, he should continue his fight against socialism because he is one of the few in the world who truly understood that we are fighting socialism, that we are fighting the status. He understood perfectly that the generation of wealth comes from the private sector. The state does not create wealth. The state destroys wealth. The state can give you nothing because it produces nothing. And when it attempts to do so, it does poorly. So I'd say if I could humbly offer him some advice, all I could say would be double down on your efforts going in the same direction, defending the ideals of freedom and refusing to give an inch to these socialists. Argentina, after 20 years of this nonsense, he said, is pushing back. Donald Trump was pushing back. There are pockets, places like Florida, they're pushing back. You should be pushing back. And might I suggest that we all go a bit more on the offense here? Oh, we've got to. And while we're in this zone, how about Camilla Harris being president of the United States? Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana, oh man, he got tough this week about how American voters feel about Vice President Harris and sparked online backlash from the White House and certainly the Democratic National Committee, as you might expect. Kennedy made it clear that he wasn't speaking for himself during an appearance on Fox News, the program called The Story with Martha McCallum, citing recent polls that continue to show high Disapproval ratings for Harris and President, fake President Biden. I'm not saying that this is accurate, but I can read a poll, anyone can. And the American people have concluded that President Biden is old and he needs some soup and some early bedtime. Oh boy. They have concluded that uh, Vice President, fake Vice President Harris, is not capable. That when her IQ gets to 75, she should sell. Oh, boy. Again, I'm not saying that's fair or accurate, but that's the conclusion today that the American people have reached. They're just pretty well disgusted with this team. The dig at Harris's intelligence prompted responses. 
from the White House and the Democratic National Committee Chairman Jamie Jamie Harrison, of course, and shameful and undignified and blah blah blah. It's all truth. These two are talk about losers in the new America. Business news. What's going on? Here in our neck of the woods, well, all over the country, Simon Properties, one of the largest mall operators in America, including Glenbrook here in Fort Wayne, has decided to close most of its properties today for the fourth straight year. Simon, the owner of popular malls, Desert Hills, Premium Outlets, Mall of Georgia, Shops at Crystals, all these places. According to a press release, they will reopen tomorrow, Black Friday. Well, I would think so. Big parade today, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Might be fun and colorful, exciting on the outside, but um, Macy's employees working in the state of Washington announced a three-day strike beginning Black Friday and carrying through the busy Thanksgiving holiday weekend as staff complains about alleged unfair labor practices at the company. Okay. Well, I've been hearing it for years. You want a really great car, the best in America, then you get some brand of Toyota. Really? But they say that's not true since Ford and General Motors are at the forefront when it comes to making long-lasting, reliable American cars. And some of those cars in their lineup are built like a tank, with many examples lasting more than two decades and no signs of slowing down. You can depend on them, like the... Chevrolet Suburban going 300,000 miles. An Impala, a quarter of a million. GMC Yukon, nearly a quarter of a million. Chevrolet Tahoe, Ford Fusion, Ford Expedition, Cadillac Escalade, all doing better than Toyota. Lincoln Navigator, Ford Taurus and Explorer. And, well, there you go. You own one of those? Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Got this message this morning from Diana. She writes, when you were in Las Vegas at Billy Crone's church, you talked about uh, your new book coming out, Invisible War on the Saints. When will that be available? Diana, we got it. InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com, available now. She has watched the entire video series of Invisible War, and now she wants to read the book and get some information. By the way, Dr. Copley and I will be talking more about the book December the 1st on Southwest Radio Church's Watchman on the Wall. You want to listen to that one, my friend. Don't miss out. Yep. We just want to help. I know Dr. Copley's heart. I certainly know my own, and that is what can we do to fix whatever problem you might have in the spirit world? God's given us 80 years combined uh, Figure this thing out. Get in touch with us today. Well, how many of these have I celebrated? Thanksgiving. You got big plans today? I'm sure family over or uh, as we're going to do, we're going to head to our son's house. He wanted to do it this year and give mom and dad a break. We always have Thanksgiving and Christmas here at the Patton Ponderosa. Different this year. Again, how many of these? 76? The original Thanksgiving, big celebration, was held by the Pilgrim settlers in Massachusetts during their second winter here in America, December 1621. And that first winter killed 44 of the original 102. At one point, their daily food ration was down to just, wow, 
five kernels of corn apiece. But then an unexpected trading vessel arrived, swapping them beaver pelts for grain, providing for their severe needs. The next summer, crops brought hope, and Governor William Bradford decreed that December 13, 1621, is set aside as a day of feasting and a day of prayer to show our gratitude to the colonists that were still alive. These pilgrims, seeking religious freedom and opportunity here in this great country, gave thanks to God for his provision for them and helping them find 20 acres of cleared land for the fact that there was no hostile Native Americans in that area, for their newfound religious freedom, for God's provision of an interpreter to the Native Americans in Squanto, along with the feasting and games involving the colonists and, and more than 80 Native Americans who added to the feast by bringing wild turkeys and venison, prayers, sermons, songs of praise were important in that celebration, Three days spent in these activities, feasting and prayer. From that time forward, Thanksgiving has been celebrated as a day to give thanks to Almighty God for His gracious and sufficient provision. I wonder how many Americans will do that this Thanksgiving. It's a day off, families getting together, but will you give thanks to God for all that He's done for you? so far in 2023. President Abraham Lincoln officially set aside the last Thursday of November back in 1863. Going to be a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent father, he said. That's what Abraham Lincoln said. In 1941, Congress ruled that after 1941, the fourth Tuesday of November is going to be observed as Thanksgiving, and it's going to be a legal holiday. You know, in the Bible, you'll find things related to this issue of thanksgiving from cover to cover. Individuals offered up sacrifices out of gratitude there in the book of Genesis. The Israelites sang a song of thanksgiving as they were delivered from Pharaoh's army after the crossing of the Red Sea there in Exodus 15. Later, the Mosaic law set aside three times each year when the Israelites were to gather together. All three of these times, unleavened bread, also called the Feast of the Passover, that's Exodus, uh, what, 12, verses 15 through 20. The harvest of Pentecost in Leviticus 23, 15 through 21. And the Feast of Ingathering of Tabernacles, Leviticus 23, 33 through 36. It, those three times involved remembering God's provision and grace Harvest and tabernacles took place specifically in relation to God's provision in the harvest of various well, fruit trees and crops. The book of Psalms, it's packed full of songs of thanksgiving, both for God's grace to the Israelite people as a whole through his mighty deeds, as well as individual graces afforded each of us. I like it, don't you? In the New Testament, there are repeated admonitions to give thanks to God, Thanksgiving is to always be a part of our prayers, of course. Be thankful for what God is doing. Some of the most remembered passages on giving of thanks are the following. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, rejoice always. Really? Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ for you, my friend. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. 
Philippians 4, 6, don't be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. 1 Timothy 2, 1. Of all of God's gifts, the greatest one that he has given is the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus paid our sin debt, all of it. So a holy and just judge could forgive our sins and give us eternal life, and it is a free gift. Talk about something to be thankful for. This gift is available to those who will call on Jesus Christ to save them from their sins, and it's very simple. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans three nineteen through 26. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks of those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be closed and all the world may become accountable to God, because by the works of the law, none of mankind will be justified in his sight, for through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now apart from the law of righteousness of God has been revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, but it is the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus for those who believe, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by his grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation, that substitute, in his blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness because in God's merciful restraint, he let the sins previously committed go unpunished. What a gift. We could add Romans 6.23 and 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10. For this gift of his son Jesus, the gift which meets our greatest need, the apostle Paul says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. 2 Corinthians 9.15. You know, we, like the pilgrims, have a choice today. In life, there will always be those things that we can complain about. Yeah, the pilgrims had lost many loved ones. That's something to complain about. But there will also be much for us to be thankful for always. As for our society becoming increasingly secular, the actual giving of thanks to God during our annual Thanksgiving Day is being overlooked, leaving only the feasting. Let's pig out today. May God grant that he may find us grateful every day of our lives for all of the gifts he gives, spiritual and material. God is good, and every good and perfect gift comes from him, James 1.17. For those who know Jesus listening today, God also works everything together for good, even events that we don't necessarily consider good. Read Romans 8.28 through 30. May he find you today to be one of his grateful children. Thanksgiving 2023. And finally again, today's the day. Boy, I think there was 50 million people driving for Thanksgiving today. I don't know how many flying here, there, and everywhere. Thanksgiving, just an emotional time of the year where people travel thousands of miles. They be with people they see only once a year. And then they find out 
once a year is way too often. <laughs> that's not, no, that's probably some other family. There's some, hey, you've been listening to Hello World. We made it through Thanksgiving Day 2023. Thank you for being here. Join us on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. What did I say last Thanksgiving? It's available. WHCBRadio.org or GregPatton.com. I pray you have a wonderful day today. Enjoy, my friend. And that's the way it is. Thanksgiving, November the 23rd, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless.